We are back with another daily devotion, and today we're in the book of 1 Corinthians. We're in chapter 3. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to get your Bible and open up to 1 Corinthians 3. But as we look at this chapter, we see that Paul rebukes the Corinthians for their immaturity. And Paul takes his time to show them that they are not growing in the Lord as they ought to be. And so if you look down in verse 1, he says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual men, but as to men of flesh and to infants in Christ. And I gave you milk to drink and not solid food, for you were not yet able to receive it. Indeed, even now you are not yet able. And so Paul, as he continues talking about wisdom from above and the wisdom that comes from being indwelt by the Spirit of God, Paul reminds him and he says, listen, you guys are immature in your faith. He uses a couple of illustrations to help them understand this. He uses the illustration of food, milk for a baby or solid food. Babies, they start off with milk, but the whole idea is that they would grow to solid food. And, and Paul says, you guys are immature. You guys are like little babies, and, and you guys are still on milk, and you're not able to handle the solid food. You guys should be able to handle the solid food at this point, but they weren't. And so Paul rebukes them of this, and he points out just one of the areas where their immaturity has bubbled to the surface, and it's the area of factions. There, there's factions, there's strife. Later on, when Paul writes to the Corinthians, he he tells them that even uh, in their practice of the Lord's Supper and remembering communion, that there are divisions and quarrels that are among them. And so this is something that was a big deal for the Corinthian church, and so Paul rebukes it. And one of the ways that they were fleshly and immature in their thinking was that they were following different men. I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos, I'm of Cephas, I'm of Christ. And and Paul, he rebukes them and he corrects them and he helps them understand here in, in verses 5 through 9. He says, hey, you know, I planted, Apollos watered, but God is the one that causes the growth. Right? The issue isn't which men you're following. The issue is that you need to be following the Lord. You need to be following his word. And so Paul reminds them that it doesn't matter which teacher you have. If they're teaching you God's word, you need to be built up and you need to be following God's word and God's ways. And so Paul reminds them that him and Apollos, they were just servants of the Lord, right? They, they, were, they were servants and that the people shouldn't follow them. They should really follow the Lord. And so Paul, he points out their immaturity and their their factious attitudes that they have. But now Paul, he reminds them, okay, you need to build on the foundation that we laid for you. And that foundation is Christ. Look down at verse 10. He says, according to the grace of God, which was given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation and another is building upon it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it. For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. So Paul said, hey, I came to you. I, I laid down this foundation. I was like a wise builder. I took my time. I was careful. I did, I did the job right. And what did Paul do right among them? Well, he preached to them Christ and him crucified. He preached not with uh, cleverness of speech. He didn't tickle their ears, but he told them the life-giving message of God's word and that Christ is the promised Savior. 
that he died, he was buried, he rose again on the third day, and that salvation is only in him. So Paul laid this foundation of Christ. He helped them understand that you need to build your life on Christ, trusting Christ, and living for Christ. And so Paul reminds them, no one can build a foundation other than Christ. There, there is no earthly wisdom, there is no earthly skill, there is no other value or anything that this world has to offer that can take the place and be a suitable foundation to build your life. It's really meaningless that Christ is the one and only firm foundation. And so Paul, he reminds them, you need to take this foundation that we gave you and you need to build accordingly. You need to build your life on Christ in obedience to Christ, relying on Christ with him as really your goal, your foundation, and then your ultimate desire. And so as we look at this, Paul talks about building on this foundation and he uses his imagery. Look down at verse 12. He says, If any man builds on the foundation with gold and silver and precious stone and wood and hay and straw, each man's work will become evident. And so he says, you know, building on this foundation, you, you could build with precious materials like, like gold and silver and precious stones or with stuff like wood and hay. And what's the difference? Well, he talks about that, that each man's work is going to be revealed because it's going to be tested with fire. So you could take gold, you could pass it through the fire, and does it come out the other side? Yeah. What about silver? Yeah, it'll survive. What about precious stones? Yeah, it'll survive. What if you pass wood through the fire? It'll be burnt up and consumed. Or, or stubble or straw or hay. All of that will be consumed. And what Paul is doing, he's saying you need to build on the foundation with things that are going to endure, things that are going to have an eternal value. Just like gold and silver and precious stones, they'll survive fire, but wood and hay and stubble won't. One is really temporal and one is enduring. And he's, he's reminding them you need to build your life and you need to build on this foundation of Christ in a way that you are prioritizing eternity. And each man's work is going to be tested with fire. And, and if any man's work remains, he's going to receive a reward. Now Paul is telling them, hey, you need to grow in your maturity. You need to stop being factious and immature, but you need to build on the foundation of Christ, which we laid upon you. And as you build on that, that work is going to endure and you're going to receive a reward from the Lord. And so Paul is wanting to move the Corinthians from immaturity to maturity. And he's trying to move them to the point where they're going to receive the reward and blessing from the Lord. And Paul reminds them, look down at verse 16. He says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells within you? If any man destroys the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, and that is what you are. And so Paul reminds them, like, you guys are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That you guys know God, you have a purpose from God, that you are a temple of your life is there to glorify God. And what are you guys doing? You guys are being immature. You guys are being factious. You guys have divisions and quarrels and arguments among one another. 
And so you see how Paul is, is trying to move them from this immaturity into maturity and from this unfruitfulness to fruitfulness. And so he wraps up this time in verse 18. He says, Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you thinks that he is wise in this age, he must become foolish so that he may become wise. And this goes back to what Paul had written earlier, that the gospel message and God's ways are foolish in the world's eyes. And if someone thinks that he's wise and he's not living according to God's ways and he's not living according to God's word, He's really being a fool. doesn't matter what the world says. doesn't matter uh, how much the world praises your quote-unquote wisdom. The world is going to reject God's word. And so Paul says, if anyone is, is wise among you in the world's eyes, he needs to become a fool. He needs to become really grounded in God's word. He needs to accept and, and grow in and, and, and build on God's word let him be wise unto God, even though that means he's going to be foolish in the eyes of the world. So Paul is saying you need to put your emphasis on Christ, on the foundation of Christ, and on the wisdom of Christ. And so he says, hey, you need to become wise in, in true wisdom according to God's way. Look down at verse 19. He says, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God. For it is written, he is the one who catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the reasonings of the wise, that they are useless. So then, let no one boast in men, for all things belong to you. And so Paul is saying, hey, don't live according to worldly wisdom, according to your fleshly wisdom. That's not wisdom at all. Because the wisdom of this world is foolishness in the eyes of God. You need to build your life on the foundation of Christ and on the wisdom which is from above. You need to build your life on the wisdom of God and you need to live it out. Build on that foundation. And, and don't build with wood and hay and stubble, but build with the truth of God's word, living in obedience and by faith in God's word and and as you do that, you're going to be building with gold and silver and precious stone. And so Paul reminds them. Look down at verse 21. He says, So let no one boast in men, for all things belong to you, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, or the world or life or death, or things present or things to come, all things belong to you, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. And he's writing to them, assuming that they are believers, saying, hey, if, if you guys belong to Christ, if uh, you are temples of the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit of God dwells within you, you have Christ, you have the Father, you have the Son, you have the Holy Spirit, you have eternal life, you have all things. And so don't be immature in your thinking and worry about all of these petty things here. Like, no, you have eternity secured, you have God, you have fellowship with him. And so live this life really to God's glory and, and build on that foundation of Christ to glorify him, knowing that you have a reward, knowing that you have all things. And so Paul is trying to move them from immaturity to maturity, reminding them of these truths, building on the foundation of Christ and living according to the true wisdom of God. You know, those two challenges and those two truths are the same for us today. 
you and I need to build our lives on the foundation of Christ. We need to build our lives according to the wisdom of God, putting into action and implementing God's word. And so let's do that. Let's take that uh, challenge seriously and let's build our lives according to God's word. We have the perfect wisdom, perfect word of God, and so let's grow in it. Hope you're encouraged and look forward to seeing you next time. God bless.